back to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. In the studio with me now, we're joined by my good friend, Diana Balsey. She is the author of the book, The Perks of Having Cancer, an inspirational, positive, and humorous view of a not-so-inspirational, positive, or humorous situation. It's our pleasure to welcome Diana Balsey to the show. Good morning, Diana. How are you? I'm doing great, Rodney. Now, I must tell everyone, we know each other. Yes, We've had you on the show before. Um, We know each other through the Alzheimer's Association. You are on staff there, and I was on the board of directors there for eight years, so we know each other. Very well. Yes, we do. We do. So I remember um, a meeting. We were in a meeting together, um, and I remember thinking to myself, Diana is not quite herself in this meeting. I think we were in an Art of Making Memories meeting, and either that day or the next day or maybe even a week later, you received a diagnosis. I did. And it all just came together for me. I mean, you're usually this perky, fun-loving outgoing, cheery person. And in this meeting, you were just not yourself. Yeah. As a matter of fact, about the end of March, March 30th, to be exact, I was getting ready to go to a Reds game and um, put on my Reds t-shirt and thought, hmm, my stomach looks big. This doesn't seem right. Um, and I started feeling poorly after that. And it just kept getting worse until the night of April 11th. Um, friend of mine convinced me to go to the ER because I was due to leave on vacation the next morning. And I went over to the hospital and called my husband because there was about 40 people in the waiting room Mm -hmm. and said, don't come. I'll call you as soon as I find out what's what's up. So about 3.30 a.m. on the morning of April 12th, you never forget when you get the diagnosis of cancer, Mm -hmm. the doctor came in and said, you have extensive swelling of the lymph nodes in your abdomen, which indicates cancer. I thought, whoa, (laughs) didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. So that was just a total shock because you were thinking it was just something, maybe something you ate or something or whatever, right? Exactly. Something simple that would be resolved with maybe a pill or a shot, but uh, took a little bit more than that. So how did your work with Alzheimer's, how did that impact your attitude about your cancer diagnosis? I can be honest with you. When the doctor came in and told me that news, my first thought was seriously My second thought was maybe I should have told my husband to come to the ER with me. (laughs) And then my third thought was at least it wasn't Alzheimer's because I knew with cancer I had a chance. With Alzheimer's, there's no cure, no prevention, no means to slow the progression. But with cancer, there's options. Okay. And so what were your options and what was your treatment like? Um, I was diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, stage 2, which I was told was very treatable. Um, Honestly, for the first three days, I went into a black hole. I laid on the couch, drew the shades, and felt sorry for myself. And then after the third day, I thought, well, this is not doing me any good. Um, And I remembered a dear friend of mine, Mark Bassler, who 23 years earlier had been diagnosed with lymphoma. And had he not told us about his diagnosis, we never would have known. He was always upbeat, very positive, and he attributed some of his recovery and how well he did to his positive attitude. So I thought at that point in time, I need to take the Mark Bassler approach. 
Um, so what I did was I started posting the perks of having cancer on Facebook because I wanted to be accountable for a positive attitude every day. Okay. And so although we are friends, we're also Facebook friends. So I remember getting that initial post, seeing that initial post on Facebook about you having cancer. Um, you talked about why you did it, but actually doing it. Um, why Why did you want to do that? Because it's so personal, so emotional. Why did you decide to share that with the world, especially through social media as well? Um, initially, it was for selfish reasons, quite frankly. I wanted to be able to maintain a positive attitude. Um, I know how things spread like wildfire with or without social media. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'd be very upfront with my diagnosis from the very beginning. Um, and then really what happened next surprised me. People started responding to my Facebook post, telling me that um, they would get up in the morning. And even though they typically didn't look at social media every morning, um, they would get up just specifically to look at my post. And, you know, that encouraged me. And I thought, well, maybe these posts can help somebody else who might be faced with that diagnosis because it is terrifying. Okay. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. In the studio with me is Diana Bossy. She is the author of the book, The Perks of Having Cancer. So let me ask you this now. What was the first post? We talked about the, the first post. I don't think it was a perk. It was just telling everybody that you did have cancer. Correct. That was emotional for me, you know, knowing you. What was your first perk post? Um, my first perk was called Great Abs at 56. Uh, the doctor told me that throughout my treatment, the chemo would help shrink the lymph nodes in my abdomen. So I was convinced by the time I was finished with treatment that I'd be able to wear a bikini again. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But the good news, too, is lymphoma is covered by health insurance where cool sculpting is not. <laughs> All right. Well, that's one way of looking at it. So let's talk about some of the side effects of cancer and the treatment there that, you know, you maybe you were not prepared for. Right, right. Um, I do feel that I was very lucky uh, in a sense. I, I was so miserable prior to receiving my treatment um, that I, I was really afraid at that point in time because I thought if I feel this bad prior to chemo, you hear all these horror stories about chemo. I thought, how bad is it going to be once I start my treatment? And honestly, after the third day, I started to feel better. Um, you know, I think that's the scary thing about cancer is all the unknowns and all the things that go through your head. But the, the progress that they've made in research and, and treatments, everybody has an individualized treatment. Um, mine involves six rounds of chemo. Each round of chemo was six hours. Um, I was very fortunate. I didn't get sick to my stomach. I never missed a meal. Um, you know, I did have some minor side effects. Uh, obviously, I was bald as pit bull. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if that was the worst of it, I could deal with it. It makes it easy to get ready in the morning now. I remember one of your perks was talking about how food tastes different now. It did. It did. Yeah, that was one of my perks that um, if you have a, a cancer patient that's a picky eater, mm -hmm. you can get them to maybe eat anything during uh, chemo treatments because everything tastes like nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> 
So you talked about this, and you you're here this morning, and your hair looks lovely. It looks really good on you. Honestly, I'm not just saying that. It looks really good on you. But how did you handle the hair loss? Um, I had a little meltdown the night before. My hair was coming out in clumps, and I knew I had to do something just because it was driving me crazy. Uh, I was tired of picking it up off the bathroom floor, vacuuming the carpet, cleaning out the shower drain. So I decided I was going to go and get my head shaved that next morning. So I had a little bit of meltdown the night before, but I went uh, to get my hair cut with a close friend of mine, and we just made the best out of it. We laughed. Um, I had it cut in a mohawk first just to see how that <laughs> would look, and then we had it shaved off altogether. And then once it's gone, it's gone. You can't look back. Okay, good, good. So let's talk about the book itself. Sure. So each one of these entries is basically – what you posted on Facebook is pretty much what it is, right? That's correct. That's correct. I took a compilation of a, the best 102 perks uh, because I went through six months of treatment. So I basically perked every single morning. Um, but I wanted to pull in those that might appeal to everybody, not just somebody who knew me. Okay, good. And so do you have a favorite perk? Um. I like the one about driving the convertible okay. uh, where you don't have to worry about your hair getting stuck in your lip gloss and you <laughs> might get better gas mileage from your bald head when you're driving a convertible. And that was a really funny one. But the best one of all of all the perks is when you got to the end and we knew you were going to be OK. Yes, definitely. Definitely. To get that uh, news when you have that final PET scan. Um, my second to last perk was about being able to hold your breath for 72 hours when you have the results of a PET scan coming through. Uh, you kind of have superhuman strength when you can hold your breath for three days. But that's basically what happens after you have a test done. You just don't know what that result's going to be. And so when you get good news, it's just, uh, it sure feels good. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. You'll find more information about our guest, Diana Balsi. She is the author of the book, The Perks of Having Cancer, an inspirational, positive, and humorous view of a not-so-inspirational, positive, or humorous situation. Now, let's talk about the impact your cancer diagnosis had on your husband. From what I know, I don't know if you want to share too much about him. He had his own medical issues right before you did. You can say as much or as little about that as, as you want. But how did it impact your husband and seeing him go through the things that he went through, seeing what you were going through? Sure. Yeah, it was a tough 18 months for the two of us. Um, on September 11th of 2018, he was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Uh, to look at him and to see him and people who know him, it was very surprising to all of us. Um, he looks like the epitome of health. He's very active. He eats well, probably better than I do. Um, but a virus attacked his heart and left his left ventricle badly damaged to the point where the morning that he went to the hospital, the doctor said, had he not gone, he probably would have died. So uh, that was terrifying. And I think being a, a caregiver um, affected me almost more than it affected him. Once he got on the right track, uh, he seemed fine. But I was obsessed with um, hearing his heartbeat. You know, I didn't sleep at night for a week because I had to lay there to make sure his heart was still beating. Uh, and then I think when 
when I became ill and he became the caregiver, he felt the same way. I was very confident after I started treatment that I was going to be okay. I knew it was in God's hands, um, but I, I felt very confident that I was going to get to the end result and have a positive PET scan. Um, my husband, maybe not so much. So I do believe that an illness can bring you closer together in your marriage, even a strong marriage. You don't feel like maybe you can get any closer, but you have that uh reality that slaps you in the face that one day one of you is going to be living without the other and neither of us wanted that to happen anytime soon all right and some of your perks i think some of the best ones had to do with your friends and family and how they surrounded you and how they supported you they did i was just very blessed um you know, they started a meal train, which I can tell you was just incredible. I don't think I cooked a meal from April until October. <laughs> and I think I just took out my last bit of frozen soup out of the freezer yesterday morning to have for dinner tonight. <laughs> so that's awesome. That is that's really awesome to know that people circled around you. So let's talk about the illustrator for this book. How did it come together for you guys to work together and actually get this book off the ground? Yeah, the book is illustrated by Steve Wallace of Milford. Um, he and his wife have been dear friends of ours uh, probably for 15 years. We used to play on a golf league together. And when I say play, I mean I have good shoes. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's always been a cartoonist as a hobby. He was an architect who recently retired. And after he retired, I thought, hmm, he might have some time on his hands. So the timing was right. I asked him if he would be interested in doing the illustrations for the book, and he agreed. And he's just done a phenomenal job. I think that's part of the appeal of the book are the darling cartoons that he's done that coordinate with each of the perks. All right. All right. So we're running out of time. If our listeners, if they would like to find out more about you, Diana, if they would like to find out more about your story, if they would like to get a copy of the book, how can they do so? Sure. They can go on dianabossi.com. That's D-I-A-N-A-B-O-S-S-E dot com. And one of the things is that you have proceeds from the book going to... Yes, I have proceeds going to the Leukemia Lymphoma Society as well as the Alzheimer's Association because that is still my original passion. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Thank you so much, Diana. Nice talking to you. Best of luck with the book. Thank you, Rodney. I appreciate you having me today. We've been speaking to Diana Bossy. Diana is the author of the book, The Perks of Having Cancer. For more information on Diana or more information on our guest or anything that you've heard this morning, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like us there and you'll find additional information. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave, and here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.